0: Noel, welcome back to the uh, latest instalment for this devotion. We are recording a mere matter of minutes after the FA Cup draw, the fourth round. We were quite early out the hat again, and Wrexham have pulled Blackburn Rovers away at Ewood Park. weekend commencing twenty seventh January. Um, Andy, what's your first thoughts regarding that one?
1: Yeah, it would have been a great draw in nineteen ninety six. Uh, this is a miserable bastard. Oh, I wanted, I wanted the glamour one. I wanted to go away to a Premier League club. Have a. Are good you day telling out. me there's nothing
0: glamorous about you know, Jack Walker's former Premiership winners with Sutton and Shear up front? And you know, the that's what I mean. That would have been
1: great in nineteen ninety six when I was playing <laughs> Championship Manager, That that's perfect. Love love all that now. Um, now I'm, I'm struggling to name you your player. I know they had that fellow who thought he was Chilean, but he was actually from Jolie. Um, or is it Benjamin Dia, Diaz? Something, uh, what but about I think two guy? sorry, what about
0: two sorry. guy, two guy legends. You're talking 30
1: years ago, mate. Robbie um, Savage, yeah, okay, that's 2006, I think. Um, but yeah, Matt the again, it's a long time ago. Uh, yeah, look, There were... They're a grand it's old a... club, but you just want something you want something to wow you in the fourth round because you think, right, we can't get drawn away again at a championship team. And the thing is about a championship team, there's the 70% chance they will beat you because they are a couple of divisions higher uh, and they're better than you. Um, but, you know, Coventry fought that last season and look, look what happened there. Sheffield United thought we'd be a pushover and we absolutely were not. I do think... Uh, that we do play better, the better opposition we play, and I think we'll give them a game. I would probably say
0: that
1: I've probably say they've got too much for us at this moment, but you know that's the cup, that's the magic of it.
0: Well, I think the magic of the FA Cup is definitely uh, not not sort of firing through your bones, Andy. Um, Liam, please counterbalance that um, modern modern football fan that we've just witnessed and give us a bit of excitement about that, for God's sake.
2: Well, there were massive screams in my household when the draw came out because my son was having a bath um, and I had the phone positioned uh, precariously close to said bath. So I would have been screaming if it fell in. And um, look, my first thoughts were similar to Andy. It's not the most glamorous. I don't feel like the, the draw gods uh, are being the nicest to us. But on reflection, an away day is what I wanted. Decent allocation pretty likely by the looks of it. Yeah. So hopefully there won't be too many ticket moans, which can only be a good thing. And I know the odds will be in their favour, but I do think it's, it's winnable. You know, we beat Coventry. Uh, I wouldn't have given us a hope in hell before that match. So I think it's definitely so, winnable.
0: So that kind of begs the question that what is more important at this stage of the FA Cup? The romantic nature of having a glamour tie or a winnable tie? We'll stick with you, Lee and what at this stage so let's just let's just rewind and let's just pretend the draw hasn't happened yet. What is more important for you at this stage?
2: I'll be honest, I'm a bit like was sort of the kidding kid at Christmas. I wanted the I think for me it was either something like Spurs away, you know, decent new ground, good size, or somewhere like Newcastle away. That would have been the excitement for me. But you know, I did I did actually think but before the draw happened that you looked at most of the list for that draw and the only teams I didn't really fancy were, I know some people wanted Maidstone, but I was like, no, that's a banana skin for us, um, potentially. So you can't you can't say it's a terrible draw, but for me, I would have, much like Andy, I would have liked to have had a bit more of an exciting draw. Um, I just want
1: Premier League teaming out, Premier League teaming out. Right, go, go out, have a good day, go down to Spurs, go to Liverpool, go to Wolves. Yeah, uh, uh, have a good day. Ass-
0: Why wolves? See, I find that on a par with with Blackburn. If you're gonna go on about glamor, the thing
1: is, it's a Premier League team, so there's more. It interest matter, it. It. There's more interest it around it automatically just because they're in the Premier League. It doesn't matter how big they are compared to Blackburn. They're probably similar sized clubs, but because they're in the Premier League, to have a Premier League scout is much better than to have someone middling in the champion in the Championship s- scalp, as we you know. Um, So, that's the only th- thing I'm thinking. And I've never been to Wolves. And it's easy to get to. Um, so Um,
0: yeah. It's all about you, isn't it, really? It's all yeah, it comes well, down yeah. I it. mean, ideally, I wanted Leeds away because we've never played them. You didn't mind up. You either want it in London, or you want it in Leeds Liverpool. Uh, What's it to be? Well, I wanted
1: an away, away day out where we went and we lost. And then we could concentrate on the league. I don't want the cup to be. I don't want the. I mean, we're in a great position in the league. I don't want the cup to be a a distraction. Uh, Mansfield aren't in it. Um, Stockport aren't in it anymore. Uh, So you know, it's only us at the moment, and it could be. It could be a bit of a, a distraction. But I'm going to enjoy going to Blackburn. Of course, I am. I'm just. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm not really pissed off. But I did feel that the amount of. Crap jewels we've had in the cup for na- nearly 15 years. It would be nice to have,
0: uh, have, a, have a big got, boy. We, we've only got past the second round in those 15 years, though. This,
2: this is, is going to get mean. clipped up, isn't it? This segment by some Blackburn fans entitled <laughs> <laughs> Little Rex and Beans. Oh, like, well, uh,
0: no, I, just, I just think I get where people are coming from and like, oh, yeah, it's winnable, it's winnable. We can't get carried away from ourselves because we did really well last season. We didn't really give ourselves a chance. We probably, probably sort of selling ourselves a bit short against Coventry and then that gives us a big leg up. And then obviously we know about the Sheffield United thing. We haven't played Blackburn since 1982. So it's a first for me. I, I, I think we've played him in a pre-season friendly. Yeah. So at some point or other, I'm almost certain that's the case. Um John Dal Tomlinson. Tom, no, John Dal Tomlinson, Tomlinson is yeah. the manager. Swedish legend. Um, if he was and they got that, that Sammy Smoditz is up front. Really, really shit-hot striker. So we've got to be on our guard about that. So we can't... I think we can take it lightly by any stretch of the imagination. And I just think, again, it's... It, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot better. I think it's one of those sort of middle draws that you'll kind of take, really, and go with it. And we'll take seven, 8,000 there once again and have a good laugh and have a Lancashire hot pot in, in the process. So... Do you reckon it'll stay as a Saturday? I imagine it'll stay as a Saturday, won't it?
1: Yeah, I can't see, I, I can't see they're going to rush to, to put this one on. It, maybe if we were at home, it would have been like one of the plum sort of Sunday ties. But as we're away, we're expected to lose. Uh, I think it will more or less remain as a three o'clock Saturday, which I'm happy about, really.
0: Right. Okay. Well, in order for us to get to that round, we obviously have navigated a safe passage through round three. Let's try and inject some uh, jam back into Andy's Donut. Um if we kind of look back over that Shrewsbury win, epic smash and grab. Did we deserve it? Probably not. Who gives a shit? Nobody. Uh Liam, you watched it from on S. Pedwarek, I'm assuming. Yeah. and um, was it was it a kind of a look between your, your fingers for especially large parts of that first half?
2: Yeah, pretty much so. I mean, it wasn't the it wasn't necessarily the most entertaining, attractive game. It was quite an attritional match between... Mm. I think both teams had had it put into them before the game, what it meant. And it was quite, you know, rough and tumble. But as they were missing more and more chances, you just had this feeling, You just the more they they missed. I'd heard off some Shrewsbury fans before the game, they said, basically, you know, we really struggled to score. But I don't think I was quite anticipating just how much they struggled to score because some of those chances they were gimmies oh. weren't they 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 should have been putting those away all day long um i mean
0: it was bad i mean i i kind of felt even when that when that um lad missed the sitter after about i don't know how long it was five ten minutes he put it over the bar from like 2 yards thinking is 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 it going to be our day then or is it going to be a long day um so I don't know no. I, I just think we're well, just one of those sides do you think that we just if you don't take your chances then we'll punish you it's as simple as that you know I, I think it might have been different if we'd have gone 2-0 down at half the time I'm not sure because I, I don't think we we didn't really we created a fair, a few chances but they weren't amazing chances so in terms of our strike force, I mean, if we tally that in with the January transfer window, we still would you still like to see some speed up top? Because we've got some decent players, but none of them are really fast, they let's be honest.
2: No. no, and it's those those sort of away away performances where you need that, isn't it, really? Because mm. I just think our option like I think Dolby, you know, did well coming off the, the bench yesterday, set up an assist. He seems to absolutely love uh, the FA Cup, but we just still, still seem to be missing a bit of variety up top. Um, not sure what's going on with Palmer at the minute. Was he on the bench yesterday at all? Or no, was no, no, I think he's still injured. Um, it, it just feels like at home. I don't think it's so much of an issue because when we're on the front foot, um, you know, we, we're not, we don't really struggle for goals, do we? But away from home, I sometimes just, I just like to see something a bit different. I think pace is that is that thing that we're lacking slightly. Yeah, Andy, do you agree with that
0: one? Just, just, I don't know. It's just I wasn't sure that the Fletcher Mullin thing was the right thing for that that cup tie. I can understand why they stayed with it because how effectively blew Barrow away, but that's not going to happen week in week out. And Fletcher even said himself that he felt his legs run back to front for the large proportion of that that half against Barrow until he scored. So I wasn't sure that was the right selection. What did you think?
1: No, I mean, you, you look at it and it does really lack pace and movement. I mean, Mullin will tie up a centre-half, but he needs someone with him going the other way to open up the space that he can feed the ball into. Um, and I think they were a bit too far apart just because of Fletcher's lack of mobility. I, I love Fletcher. I think he's, he's a cracking player, but I think he's the player that you bring on when the opposition are retiring after 70 minutes. Uh, and have have him open them up with some some clever touches. There was some, you know, he did put some good good touches in against Shrewsbury, but they were so energetic for the first 70 minutes. Mm. I said to Chris next to me, I said, they can't keep this up. They've been all over us. It looked like they had an extra player because every time yeah. we got the ball, there was two or three of them around us. They were hassling us. We couldn't break the lines we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't get out of uh, out the the traps they were setting for us but i knew that if they didn't score we had a really good chance in the second half to to, to snatch the game because i thought they would tire and i think in the last sort of 20 minutes their shape went went completely and we had a few chances to to win it um and you sort of think well what would have happened if fletcher would have come on there and a fresh fletcher then is is is, is yeah. more and then trying to use him to to wear a defender down because you know you've got, you've got those 3 cent true centre halves. They were young and quick, um, and they were wearing him down, not mm-hmm. <laughs> the way around. Really, so it might have been better to have started Dolby, who ha- who does have more movement than Fletcher and then brought Fletcher on towards towards the end. So that sort of begs the question, do we need another striker? Yes, we do. And I think it would be nice away from home to have someone with genuine pace. So at the moment, clubs like Frewsbury did yesterday, they really push up and they really press us and they really press us high. But they know that we've got nothing really that can come in the other way. So... Having a pacey player, remember like Adrian Chislovitch used to do for us, just even just the threat of him would make those centre half step back four or five yards, which will open up the midfield and and, and let us break the lines a, a bit a bit more than we managed yesterday.
0: I know we've, we've touched on probably quite often actually the kind of the relentless nature of rexham and the, the sort of the bounce back ability to coin an old. A soccer AM phrase, um, yeah. you know, I if, think if we,
1: Ian Dowie said it first. Yeah, of
0: course, God bless yeah. you, Ian Dowie. he's not dead, by the way, but he's still with us. Um, I gonna say, he, yeah, he's still
1: very much alive,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, why was I going with that? Yeah, we're we going about that a bit, but in terms of sometimes it gets a little bit overlooked, but in terms of our, our fitness levels, and that to me yesterday, I think you've already just alluded to it, is so good. Late in a game, we're supposed to tire. We just look, we just look like we went up, like up the gears. Like that was encapsulated by Mullins' tackle on that yeah, player. That. Yeah, it was great because I think a few people said it. It's almost like, almost like scoring a goal at, at that point in the game, where there that that was a tired clearance by that lad. He was going to pump mm. it in field. Mullins shut him down, puts it out for a throw, and. It, I just think that sometimes our, our fitness levels we, we take it for granted. I mean they're just unbelievable and that that's 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 testament to the entire coaching team and the players themselves to to keep them in such nick. I think Stephen Fletcher said last week that they do everything for the players in terms of yeah. rest and recovery.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, but we've more or less got a, a championship level backroom yeah. team in many ways, don't we? Uh, and I think that it's marginal gains um, and that's what we're going we we need for a bit um and so yeah i mean that that Mullen thing you remember it's like a boxer boxer landing a really heavy blow on someone and then the other boxer just sort of going well is that it uh, it sort of morally defeats the opposition the opposition a little bit because they think right we're trying to get it back in the game and your your center forward is running 15 yards and tackling me 30 yards from my wow. own goal with having played 85 minutes so i'm not sure i'm not sure i can cheat myself up for the rest of this i mean they did by the way and they missed two brilliant chances in the end uh, Yeah, but but you know it, it is sort of little little sort of psychological advantages we can get but you know our, our backroom team are spot on we've got a fitness coach We've had all the stuff that we didn't have for years underneath under the the fan zone model no, we know that we couldn't afford that. We had to cut our cloth. But they've mm. come in. It's almost like... You remember when Mark Hughes took over as the Wales boss? Um, it was very much... A, we always had good players, but it was very much that we, we couldn't really push, push on because we didn't have the little bits around the squad that, that made it more professional and made it better. And, you know, stuff like flying down to games, stuff like always staying in a hotel... They're the little things that make a player think. Right, I'm a. You know, I feel like we should beat this lot. I feel that everything has been set up for me now. Now it's just a case of I have to show how good I am. So yeah, it, absolutely. It's we're the fitness breeds f- from that and and the team we have behind Parky.
2: Did we fly to Shrewsbury? Did we or did we <laughs> overshoot? <laughs> we
1: did. Yeah, we did.
2: We did. We had to. We
1: wow. had to. It was strange because we had to bust to Manchester. And then we had to fly to Manchester and then bus it to, <laughs> to Shrewsbury. But it but it worked.
0: Apart apart from um Liam, apart from Elliot Lee yesterday, player of the match. Um was uh, he? Was it yeah. he yeah? Well he was Emirates and oh, Sally, yeah. Nailed on Tom
1: O'Connor. That was <sighs> Tom O'Connor played really well in the first first half. He was the only one. Who was really steady on the ball, where where we, you know everyone else was rushing it a little bit, and he scores the winner, nailed on Tom O'Connor there. I think I actually think Lee. Over the last sort of couple of weeks, it's dropped off a little bit, mostly because he he could never keep up that pace that he started the season with. Do
2: you know who agrees with you, Andy, on Tom O'Connor? Uh,
1: Liam Randall,
2: Harry Redknapp. Oh, does there he? Was a, yeah, I saw a link to an online article before named his. Um team of the week very formally called him Thomas O'Connor so you know that they're not on terms but you rated him quite highly I would the only other person I would suggest is George Evans just a a, a cut above really at this level you're rolling your eyes there he's not the hipster choice doesn't look like Tom (laughs) Selleck enough for you is that is that what it is Who's rolling their eyes? Me. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were casting aspersions on my mate, Gorgeous George. No,
1: I mean well, George Evans has come from the championship. He should be. He should be a cut above. Oh, in you're know, matter the of fact.
2: I, I oh. reckon you just like you just
0: like Thomas O'Connor because he wears faux leather jackets like you. I reckon <laughs> that's the real yeah, reason.
1: And he looks like a German porn star from 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 the seventies. What's well, not to like there? Um, no, yeah, you know, his his sort of. Do you know a lot about Germany, Andy? It's growing on me a little bit. It's growing on me. I didn't like it the first. I thought it was some sort of November sort of joke or like he hadn't, he no. hadn't done his Halloween. Um, here's,
0: here's a little story for you about Tom O'Connor's current luck. Um, Humphrey Carr kindly came down to the Gerson District Reds meeting in the week, um, but there wasn't any massive reveals or spoilers. Uh, training ground um, is, uh, sites are still being looked at and identified and, and worked around cop stuff progressing as much as it can do at the moment anyway back to tom o'connor after the barrow game tom o'connor was one of several players from both teams that are randomly drugs tested as is standard um they had to keep moving the drugs testers out of the side room because obviously the barrow injured barrow players were coming in using that (laughs) room that's a kick out the drugs testers and then when the one when the first barrow player was carted off they went back in there to wait for the players. Then they said, look, you need to go again because we've got another one coming in. He's coming off the pitch now. So they had to move him again. Anyway, after the game, players randomly drug- drugs tested. Humphrey Carr did a wonderful Tom O'Connor impression and a very stereotypical Northern accent for a Barrow player. And he just basically said that the- <laughs> Tom O'Connor was just waltzing past waiting for his-, his piss test. And this Barrow player was like that. Okay, now is that is that your... Uh, you're still doing Movember around these parts or what? Like, and he, he meant it in a serious way and Tom kind O'Connor's of like, no, it's just just something that the, the players like, you know? And that was it. That was my shit. Was that Jerry, was the that Jerry Adams then? <laughs> I was going to say, can we overdub that? But then that would be Jerry Adams, so we shouldn't overdub
2: it. I, I'm wearing it for a pop concert. <laughs> it was
0: just... The, the, the barrow player genuinely thought it was like an extended November thing, and he's like, "No, he's oh, just, I just, just like it." What just
2: do like these November. drugs testers look like? Do you, are they? Do you think they're there in like all white coats and got clipboards and stuff?
0: Clipboards? Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
2: that's yeah. always I reckon, they,
1: I reckon they look like drug dealers. <laughs> so that's the first thing they try and catch you out with. If you go up there and go, uh, "Yeah, got any? Uh, got any E?" Uh, and then <laughs> they go, "Ah, I got you already." <laughs>
0: For for, for for clarity, uh, Thomas O'Connor or any other Exon player does not seek out ecstasy tablets. <laughs> um, right, I've completely lost. Him. I lost my train of thought on this now. Anyway, yeah, we talk about Thomas O'Connor's wonderful mullet and moustache look. Um, Max Cleworth, little, uh, just let's just touch on Max. Um, a little, a couple of hairy moments. They targeted him. The yeah. To um start. to start, but I think he grew into it. I think he grew into it. And ultimately I, I always say it, yes, we rode our luck, but if you're a defender and you keep a clean sheet, it's job done. Um and I just I think there's a couple of hairy moments across that entire bat line because playing it out from the back against a team with that sort of high press wasn't yeah. really doing us any favours to begin with. Um no. but yeah, I I think he's still worthy of his spot. I, I I don't see anybody coming in for him anytime soon in terms of replacing him. So well, it just depends keep where it we on. are of
1: injuries. I mean, is Hayden ever going to play for us again? I mean, Tonner seems to be back, and now he's out again. Boyle's not fancied.
0: Um, so Hosanna know, came like... back in the day. Hosanna Sorry. was back in. Hosanna came back into the squad the yeah. other day as well.
1: I, I think Hosanna's going to get back in in the squad. You know, in come January, I think he's going to be a more useful um, outlet. It's January, right. by the way. Sorry, it is January, by the way. Just so know. yeah yeah you, you know when you when you come to name the second part of the squad yeah.
2: um where's where's the room in the squad though cuz if we make additions you know we've already got how many players that are not part of the squad I would
1: take Macklinned out for him yeah,
2: yeah. there's going to have to be you know depend on how many comings and goings I think we're going to have to start you know I think the difficulty we've got is that we've got some players who are on a decent whack but um there's talk about Halifax inquiring for the mysterious Mr Billy Waters but he's on a on a good amount, so that you know, it was asked, "Would you pay this percentage?" And I don't think they could afford to. Um, essentially, so I think we will, we are going to have to try, not try harder, but to <laughs> have to find a way to get rid of some of them to get bodies in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be going to be
0: interesting. Uh, um, I
1: can't see a lot. I can't see a lot coming in. I really can't. I'd say yeah. two max.
0: You reckon? I, I'm hopefully, one of old.
1: those being. I don't even want to say his name in front of Tim, but hopefully, one of those will be um...
0: I'm not gonna sing it don't worry this week despite right, okay. my throngs of supporters book of a Conquo is um, is on the bookshelf this week only because um I don't really know why but anyway uh, Humphrey again going back to that meeting I mentioned Humphrey did say a few bits um and he was kind of wise not to say too much really but I don't think there's any secret that we're trying to we're trying to get him but we're trying to sign him on a permanent deal he did say that Arthur, uh, Arthur Arsenal do have a recall option this month. He wouldn't say the date. He wouldn't specify the date. Because um, they could be clever. They could recall him say, well, if you want him back, you have to pay for him. So there, there is that aspect to it. However, he did say that um, they do have a good relationship with Arsenal. And he said that if there, if anybody's going to get a deal right, he, he has full faith in Sean Harvey to do that. So um, so we'll, we'll have a book of conquote song as and when he either signs permanently or leaves. But we still do have him on a season-long loan. It's just there's that option that they could exercise and, and then get him back to uh, to the Emirates and farming out somewhere else. I don't think that's going to happen because he's very happy here. So,
1: Yeah, I we'll... think it, a lot of it's down to his personal decision now, isn't yeah. it? You know, If he's unhappy and says, oh, well, I don't know, Burton won't be in the league above. I, I'd prefer just to go there. It's a higher division and it's closer to home. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. But are you getting anything better? And playing the league in front of packed crowds at Wrexham, where the crowds love you. There is loads of songs about you, mostly from this fella here. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, oh, uh, none have taken off. <laughs> Shock surprise!
1: Actually, a, a guy behind me yesterday was humming the Axel F one, the first one.
0: <laughs> humming it, so it could be about yeah, anybody. Yeah. He
1: was saying he was singing it, and I think he was tempted to put out
0: Evans, Evans. Yeah, it could have been that. Just, um,
1: just to see if anyone was gonna gonna grab hold and run with it. Um, there was one that. person next to him who absolutely did not, and it's this
0: fella.
2: Yeah, I you were too busy better. goading the, the Shrewsbury fans, weren't you? Andy? No, I wasn't. They're lovely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, super Arthur, please sign forever. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't know. I, I'm, 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 hopeful of that. I mean, that's, I don't know. We, put, that to, was, I don't that's
1: that's your statement signing. That's on yeah, a level with Rolling.
0: And like for me, yeah, I think it eclipses. Yeah, I probably eclipses them all in terms of where we where we're getting from and everything else. But um, Saturday, um, yesterday, Sunday after after the game, that was the most animated I'd seen Arthur because he's so super chill, as the kids yeah. would say, unflappable, and he was loving it. He was proper beaming ear to ear, fist pumping, getting involved with all those teammates. I just thought, yeah, he's he's kind of one of the lads, isn't he? They're all one of the lads. They all love it. They all proper love it. Um, it was just, it's just great, and it? it's just great times. And yesterday, one of the one of the away games for the for the for the dawns of time, Andy. It was just a good day all around when it in It was, of...
2: it
1: was. I don't think the atmosphere was a touch on Coventry last season, and I don't know yeah. if it was the time. Um, uh, I don't know if it was quite hard to get something going in that stand. It just didn't... The, the atmosphere didn't really hit me in the face, you know, when usually when we're on it like that. And maybe it's because we weren't massively the underdog yesterday. It was more or less a 50-50 game, I think. Um, uh, but I think-
0: yeah, I, I I, think because the, the commentary game, it was like the pressure was off us for a bit from the yeah, league. Maybe, yeah, like, yeah let's just go there, enjoy it. and It's, it's not tense, it's a free hit.
1: Yeah. Whereas, no, you're right, yes, you're right.
0: Yeah, I think it was a little bit of that element too, yeah, but... Um, you know, Shoesby fans, furious, Tom Flanagan. We've got to mention that quickly. Um who is we, who is
1: like, this Tom Flanagan?
0: <laughs> well, it's the comments that came to came back to bite him on the ass. I mean, the whole thing of yeah, well, they come here as a league two team, blah blah blah. He made he made the sort of slight error saying that they're all semi-professional footballers yeah. last year. What was that? I about? think he, I think he might have misquoted himself by what he may, maybe meant to say. Either way, Elliot Lee held into account his post-match <laughs> press uh, Interview basically said, "Yeah, this one goes out to Tom O'Connor. That's for you, mate, <laughs> for Brandon, so yeah. a bunch of part-time footballers." So again, it's just, it's just great, in it? They're all singing from the right team song. Spirit, that. that is the yeah. team
1: spirit because it it shows that they absolutely give a shit and I look at the clean pick a pick a pay and go. Oh well, you can say yeah. what you want about us. They're actually going. Hey, we're in this together, yeah. and you you. You slagged off my teammates and me, and there's one yeah. for you. So
0: yeah, and it's great because it was like it was like let the players do the talking, quite literally on the pitch and then off the pitch afterwards. And Parky was quite measured in that, in that his press conference. He's always measured.
1: He Yeah, Jedi the, mind.
0: The beauty of that, I think, is that Parky like uh, he just he sits his players down, team meeting, go right. This is the magnitude of this game. This is what it means. And this is why it means so much to the fans. He did that against Newport. He's done it against Shrewsbury. He's probably done it against other key games. You compare that to Taylor, the Shrewsbury manager. And he's yeah. even said in his pre-match thing, he goes, well, you know more about it more than I do. Um, I know we beat him last time. they And it was just, it, it wasn't even downplaying it. it. It just seemed smacked of a little bit of an arrogance yeah. from, from the side. And that ultimately helped contribute to the downfall. So, yeah. unlucky, Shrewsbury, we'll see you next season. It's highly, highly likely. So
2: I thought McLean had lived opposite the uh, border to Shrewsbury all his life, the way he was getting involved and blowing them kisses and stuff. Yeah. But he, he absolutely thrives in that sort of uh, He's game. such a
1: wind-up, isn't he? <laughs> oh, such a wind-up.
0: But he no. he, def- he deflects the pressure and attention from his other teammates then yeah he's used
1: to it he's used to it he's used yeah, to it. exactly exactly um, it, 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 it. simple question if we do go up do you give mclean another year no
0: no i'm i'm i'm, 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 I'm as a cult hero he, he he leave with his head held high thanks very much came in You did your job it's brilliant it, yeah, it's 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 a club and him that are intrinsically linked in terms of his beliefs and everything else. And I just think, um, I, I just, it's not like he's not good enough. He is. He's a good player. I just think he he and Fletcher are kind of like the stop gaps of experience. Get, and, yeah. And, and, that yeah, yeah, and, and tactical nous and doing the dark arts that like you can't always rely on Mullin to do. You can't always rely on Mullin to to try and. You know, put a bit more extra on it on a on a challenge and get a penalty. You know, things like that. You need with the players to have that air air of nastiness and dark arts about them. And Fletcher and 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 McLean are perfect at doing that. Do we need it beyond the season? I don't think we do. We have to be clever about it and go. You need to put that wage into into somebody else for what we're aspiring to do at the next level. So yeah, I think it's, it's you no, know,
2: Liam. Um, he's not a bad player to to have around the place you know in terms of his influence on the dressing room and, and that side of things so i could see the logic if he played a bit you know a bit less regular in the team but then again you have to say you know you have to weigh up how much money is he on um that type of thing as well so it's not it's not a complete no from me um just because i don't think you know that kind of experience and influence can be massive but we do we do also need to think about you know, where the wages are going on our squad and is who we've got playing, you know, are they good enough for League One? Well, we know he's played at that level before, but I'm looking to, you know, sort of longer term solutions, the likes of a Conquo who can take us there and be with us for a few years to come as well. Yeah.
1: You know what? I think Parkey always, always looks at what he needs to get us out of that division. So, from in the conference, he needed players like Toza, he needed players like Palmer. Uh, and he needed insurance policies like 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 Waters to get us out there, uh, and he got us out there. And then the next thing he's thinking, right, what do I need in league in League Two? Well, it's a different sort of it's a different challenge. Um, it's not you know your big sort of bleezing centre half from Ebbsfleet. It's a bit more subtle. What what League Two players will do? I'll bring in some experience. I'll bring in the likes of Fletcher, the likes of McLean, who know, you know, know the divisions up and down won't be fooled by anything and will help us on the pitch when we need it most. So, yeah, he's done that to get us out of League 2 if we do go up. If we're in League 1, it's a different challenge again. Um And there's more quality there. And I think you need to match that quality with better quality. And it's probably not a uh, 36-year-old and a 37-year-old,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair point, fair point. Anyway, um <laughs> open ahead. We look ahead. I was going to mention the uh Wrexham women as well. Um, got to come up and unfortunately in the Gennaro Adran trophy against Cardiff City lost 3 1, which annoyingly was played on the same day as the the men's game at Shewsbury. An unfortunate clash. Um, yeah, I think Cardiff that's that's twice Cardiff have had Wrexham women's number this season, but they're the team they're aspiring to to beat and get to in terms of to sort of get into that European spot. So Another another you know, big learning curve for for Steve Dale's side. Uh, you know, we've they, said it a million times already. They've acclimatised well to this division. Um, so yeah, one one loss is not the be all and end all. So I'm sure they'll they'll come good from that. Um, and also to that, again, going back to the Humphrey meeting, uh, it was asked whether the women would be playing at the Rock beyond the season. Go into your exclusive about the. Dead, so dead, De- 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 pitch, De- so pitch. Yeah. I think there is, I can't remember from the top of my head, but I think the idea is to get them back at the race course. Um, great, full time. I'm not sure. I can't, I, I don't want to say f- fully because I can't remember the full conversation because I was really comparing the things. so I can't properly remember, but I think there was some suggestion that they would ideally get them back at the race course. I'm not sure if it would be full time or every game or every other game or so many, but then big games, yeah.
2: What yeah. does AI think about that, Andy?
1: <laughs> Let's not ask. But
0: <laughs> well, I think you also mentioned that you know, ideally long term, that they they want the women to have their own identifiable home as well. Um, I'm not sure whether that would, would, would form part of the training ground. Humphrey mentioned that Fleetwood's training ground is is kind of the the example they're looking at in terms of you start with so many um, some offices football. You know, sort of back offices, and then you expand it out. So you've got training pitches, then you've got more training pitches that are used for the community, as well as the team. So, yeah, go and look at Fleetwood Town's uh, training uh, ground, and that's kind of what they're they're looking at as a as a model of which the wrecks were looking to build towards Can the future. Can we not buy
1: Fleetwood Town's training ground off them? I know it's a bit of a it's a bit of a. Mm. Bit of a commute, but I don't think yeah, give, doing give, it. given given
0: the, no. given Andy Pilly's uh, uh current rap sheet. I'm not sure we want to get involved in, in Fleetwood. Sounds uh, uh murky. Yeah. Maybe we'll buy it, we'll, we'll we'll send him a cake with
1: a file in it. Uh, uh, and if you filed, we'll swap that for a training ground. Um, yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. I've seen it in, in a few clubs where you most more or less have a pitch with a load of seats around it um not not like huge stands or anything but enough enough covered seating and the rest and the rest is you know just provides good good access to to watch the game yeah okay. <clears throat> and it, it would be nice to get them away from from the rock really i know there's a few things bubbling behind the scenes there um it fulfills a purpose but yeah we need to give them a a proper a proper home really we, and yeah. we need a proper training ground you know that's the next part of this jigsaw behind the scenes, but I'm yeah. sure the club are acutely aware of that. I mean, they're still trying to build a, a cop, and they're and they're um, and they got the training ground on their mind. Um, one thing that has gone gone really well, uh, overnight was uh, Re- Welcome to Wrexham five Emmys, wasn't it? Directly,
0: yeah. Liam? L- L- Liam is our showbiz reporter for the same.
2: Yeah. so we were nominated. Well, I'll say we Welcome to Wrexham was. Nominated well, we're in it, William, so it's more or less us. So our awards, uh, yeah, we won five out of six awards that it was nominated for. So this was all in relation to the very first season of Welcome to Wrexham. I think because people were wondering about the, the time difference there, well, it's because there was the Writers' Strike, so the Emmys got postponed from, I think it was September they were originally meant to be held. So oh. five awards for season one alone. So they were Outstanding Picture Editing for an Unstructured Reality Program. That's very easy on the uh, tongue. Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program. Outstanding Directing for a Reality Program. Outstanding Sound Mixing for a Reality Program. And Outstanding Cinematography for a Reality Program. Um, I did spot that there was a local lad in attendance. Wrexham's very own Leighton Cox was there in quite a snazzy suit looking very dapper, collecting one of the awards, which is really great to see. Um, He'd been involved in, I think, the Man City documentary before this. So it's great to see local talent doing well as well as part of it all. Um, I can't imagine there's much of a better feeling than getting a prize for a documentary on your hometown.
0: Yeah. No, no. I mean, absolutely fair play to them. I think the only word to use is outstanding for all the uh, mentions you've just... Just uh, drop there, but yeah, great, great news uh, and testament to everybody involved in, in the documentary. Um, some of that can go a little bit underappreciated. You know, a lot a lot of work goes into it, so congratulations to all involved. Um, looking ahead, let's look ahead to, back to, to league action. We've got Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon at home on Saturday. Um, haven't we? Why are you shaking no, no, I'm, I'm,
1: I've just got a, a weird story about this, but but go ahead.
0: <laughs> okay, All right. I don't know. I don't to be worried or not. Wimbledon. Um, they should be without some key players. I think Pell is suspended. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got. They've had players are out, been on loan to them, going back to their parent clubs. I understand I can't think you of here off the top of my head. Uh, distinct lack of preparation today. Still on the come down from Sheesbury. So. Uh, Andy, give us your story before we do predictions.
1: Oh, it's not a great story. Uh, I've been offered i I've been offered a um it's a trip run by Amazon and it's sort of like a Wrexham experience, and they're get, they're sort of training up some journalists from uh, from London to experience Wrexham, and I've managed to get myself on on the trip. So I am looking forward to what Wrexham will deal me up uh, as i uh,
0: fraud. I,
1: <laughs> as I uh, as I uh, disembark the train and, and look around, um, you are the ringer.
0: But... You're the ringer on this. I want you. To, oh, don't you to tell me. I'm going to
1: keep my head down. I want. I want to see what they what they really think about Wrexham. Why is you this? Need um... to grow,
0: you need to grow grow a Tom O'Connor moustache and, and shave the sides of your hair just to go in
2: incognito and wear a top hat.
1: Yeah, well, if it's from yeah, if it's London-based journalists, yeah, absolutely. Well, why is it um, only for
2: London-based people? What, what's well, the... I mean,
1: that, it's not. It's for for all journalists, but a lot of them are coming out from London.
2: It's like the war, yeah. isn't it? Sending everyone from London out packing to the sticks. See what you think of Wrexham.
1: Yeah, uh, I suppose I suppose there's no point sending Rich Williams to it because he knows what Wrexham is, uh, but they don't know I'm from Wrexham. You see, so
2: they'll I mean, take one look no, at you and they'll I mean, be like, am um, Wrexham through and through." Yeah, keep it stamped. Especially
0: when it, when, when you, you approach the ground, you see the floodlights and you're like yeast you start doing <laughs> a little tiger impression.
1: Yeah. And everyone's saying, All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you using your season ticket today. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you
0: hospitality then for this?
1: Yeah, I think we I think we're match sponsors or, or something. Something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah.
0: You heard it, Andrew Gilpin's got a spare ticket. Go and do No, it. no, my brother
1: in law's dad's got it. Um so we as well.
2: I reckon I could volley you in the royal box from where I sit if I just chuck volley something. Volley me, in. yeah. All
1: right, okay. Anyway, keep 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 my head down. Don't let anyone on the trip know that I'm 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 a mole. <laughs> I'm an insider. I'm just going to be like whispering, "Go to the turf, it's brilliant." In I'm their freebie. ears.
0: Love a freebie. Unbelievable. What about the fat oh, ball? No, that-
1: that is that is the other thing, right? I mean, when they when this was just sort of muted to me, I went, "Well, I'm probably going to go to the match anyway, but I would probably just drive in the morning and have to pay petrol. This this way, I get a, I get a meal, and I don't have to I don't have to pay for the train. It's it's absolutely perfect. And I it will write nice things about Wrexham. You love a free yeah, trip to Wrexham.
0: Throwing Yay. prawn sandwiches into throwing prawn sandwiches into the paddock. Have that peasants. Yeah. You can expect
2: it to do like a first person where it's like, as I went up to Wrexham, I was yeah. amazed I to see What
1: did yeah. well, I see? People on their hind legs wearing clothes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was greeted by a tramp with a glass eye.
1: She said it'd be Betty." That'd be wild. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway.
0: Right, anyway yeah. Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon, <laughs> Wimbledon. Well, yeah. I'm
1: going to be too drunk, uh, just sipping yeah. champagne to actually, uh, to make any sort of... Uh, Notion towards the towards the match but I I think they've got their Iraqi striker the the fellow who's been scoring quite a few goals Um, yeah 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 he's out he's at the um, Asia Cup I think so that's good news Um, so I think and I hope after six days rest I think we'll go in strong I hope it's going to be a two Ooh, go on then Liam
2: uh, we're at home. I like us at home. 3 1 Raxham win. Simple as. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm going to go
0: a step further. I'm amazed that we've, we've gone through this entire podcast and not mentioned, not as currently kind of losing their manager, but we'll, we don't need to, do we? It doesn't really matter. Who? I mean, everyone yeah. else has
1: mentioned it on Twitter. Do we need to? No.
0: Never. Um, is. Yeah. yeah, good luck, Swansea. Um, I'm going to say 3 0. I'm going to say three 0 I think I think Wimbledon are no mugs by any stretch of my imagination. I just think it's time we start knocking some of these clean sheets together. I dare say we'll probably have a few players back in the mix to freshen up that bench as well. Um, and yeah, I, I, yeah, three 0 I'm, I'm more confident. How can you not be with the home record we've got? It's just just obscene, absolutely obscene home record. So. But when we're going to come come and stuck one day, I just don't think it's going to be
1: yet. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to do this. I I, I just look at Wimbledon and the players they're missing, and the fact yeah. that we gave them a good game down there early on in the season when we haven't really gelled or was just still a bit jet lagged from from America. Yeah. Um, I think at home with that crowd uh, and yeah. me in the royal box, for, um, <laughs> throwing my monocle up in the air, um. I, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an experience and I think we're gonna win
0: are you doing the Royal royal box like the, for, oh, know, I
1: oh, I don't think so I don't think uh-huh.
2: uh, Is just Bezos gonna be there with you
1: yeah, well yeah I think so yeah absolutely um, I, I would hope so I mean he does he does travel uh, cattle crash from Houston doesn't he
0: <laughs> do you, do you know think... do you know who the rest of the journalists are that you're coming up with
1: um,
0: i I've been told as a, I've been told a few names. Right. So I can I l- you got to do some secret filming on a train because it's, it's just going to be dad funny this is, you know, like, this is just these wrexham re- re- like a bunch of wankers. All their fans are idiots, and you're sitting there going, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I well,
1: to be honest, i I'll, I'll, I'll be the guy saying that. I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be you. you. I can say it because I'm from there.
2: It'll be you, Tommy Kouse, under a different alias and Wayne Phillips all just coming up together, even though Wayne lives locally, he just fancies a, a train journey from London.
1: Yeah, me, Nathan Salt. I'm
0: I'm
1: am
2: Thomas Edam. This is, uh, this is this
0: is this is Gil Andrews if we're
1: way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um look out for us. But if you see me, don't don't make eye contact or or, or say that you uh you know me, because I'm keeping my nut down, aren't I?
0: I'm gonna throw a fearless and devotion issue six at you and go. I've already got this. <laughs> Rip me off. Um uh, yeah, it will cool. be good. I think it'll be good. It'd be uh everybody'll be buzzing again at home, you know, and and some of those results depend on your perception the other day with, with Mansfield losing at home to crew, uh Barrow uh, winning at Tranmere. It's just as you were. We're on the same games played as Mansfield now. We're still third, I think. Um so yeah looking looking handily placed for an assault of that top 3 to stay there so um, um yeah just before we go right two
1: schools of thought on that uh, of the of Saturday's uh league 2 um results would you rather have had Barrow lose and Mansfield win where is your where are you looking are you looking of us just being in the top 3 or are you thinking we can actually win this
0: tim <sighs> I know, and I understand it because naturally, when you when you saw the results, like, oh yeah, it's worked really, really in our favour because because we wouldn't have thought I wouldn't initially I wouldn't have thought about it in any other way, shape, or form. I can understand yeah. people saying, well, there would have been a, a bigger gap if this had happened, and blah blah blah, and if if crew had lost. I understand that, but I think it, I think we're splitting hairs on it, really. You know, I don't think it really matters. You just you just take care of your own business and and. and and get on with it. So, I, I, I it would be great to, to go for the title. But as we all know, it doesn't really matter as long as you hold on to third. And it goes back to what I said last week: just put pressure on the teams above and below uh, until it's like you know it breaks your will, and there's like a twelve-point gap or something. The yeah. only, only worry of that is 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 that the possibility of complacency, but complacency in this and title doesn't really go. Hand in hand, you can't really mention him in the same same sentence. So, I have got no worries regards to that. Um, so yeah, confident, confident. So yeah, so yeah, we, we've ended the pod on a high, despite your early earlier disparaging remarks about about Super Blackburn Rovers and the Ewood Park massive. Um, he's still he's still he's still unflappable. It's just a poker face. Like. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing. Oh, no freebies. Why, that's quite that's quite why dead inside.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, everyone just says, "Oh, you know, I want United or something like that," and you think, "Oh, that's not a f- that's not a realism." But sometimes you just want you just want a stupid draw that you can go and enjoy. You want you can get even if you get your ass handed to you. You know, you've had a great day out, and you can then concentrate on the league. This Blackburn thing, we could beat them. We could go into the fifth round. It could be a draw. It could you know this could go on like Sheffield United, and. If we do have the likes of Barrow and Crew breathing down our necks, we probably don't need this this added um added
2: uh oh, he just well, killed the mood I... again.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, yeah. if Jeff
2: Bezos arranged a load of segues to send you in some little London journalists up, you'd absolutely love the fixture.
1: Well, maybe maybe I have to go and like visit the real Blackburn. <laughs> uh, maybe the Blackburn Tourist Board will, will fund yeah. that, and uh, yeah, you and, and I'm here for it. I'm, 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 I'm more than happy to, to jump on yep. that free train, that great train. Arrive, you were. have to
0: arrive at Ewood Park on a Segway wearing a Burnley shirt, see how far <laughs> that gets you. Uh, yeah, that that would yeah. be the real Blackburn, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. right,
0: lovely to talk to you as always. Indeed, have fun, enjoy your, your freebies in the royal box. um if there's anybody that's listening that's near to the royal box, please get some incriminating pictures of Mr. Gilpin. Um if you don't know what he looks like, I and mean, you've yet to see us on YouTube. You can find this on YouTube. Um it's the man with the half drawn on Tom O'Connor moustache. Um you'll find him nearby Byron. with a with it's a prawn Byron. sandwich in one hand and a pims in the other. Um yeah, yeah we're late in that pond. And a hat and a titfa, a titfa hat. <laughs> a jaunty angle is that the look you're going for
1: all about the, jaunts. <laughs>
0: about the jaunts on that i can't really top that so we'll end that there anyway thanks for listening um engage in the normal places uh, we are going to get a new email address but you know new New year new email address it's coming soon um but yeah go and find it in all the usual places twitter instagram whatever twitter's called now x isn't it? And yeah, like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment on YouTube. Tell us that we're talking bollocks and that this podcast episode probably went on longer than it should have done. Uh, yeah, so. and go to the Fat Ball. It's great. Yeah, absolutely 100%. Go to the Fat Ball. Come insert this bit in at the front. Probably not, but it doesn't matter. No, I'm, not, I'm not editing this now. It's too late. I'm going to bed. Eat, 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 lots, eat lots of riches for you because he's got mouse to feed and he's got a, a pub in Bangor D to pay for. So go and buy, go and buy us food, please. Great. Right. Lovely. Thanks a lot. Take care and speak to you soon. (laughs) Cheers. Bye bye. Up the free loading,
2: Rad.